Christman. I'll be your host. We're looking at creative habits. Is it the aha moment or is it the habit? This week on the Creative Habits Podcast, we've got Megan Gray, homeschooling mother living in New Jersey, She's a photographer and painter, and has chosen to go car free. Enjoy the show. My name is Megan Gray. Um, I'm currently living with my family in uh, Monmouth County, New Jersey, right on the beach. We could see the beach from our window. Um, And we homeschool. We've been homeschooling from the get-go, from the beginning. Um, No no school has... The kids have not gone to school at all. Um, And... We actually, this week is our car-free anniversary of one year of not having the car. And it, there's been times where it's been difficult, but it's really worked out really well. And I don't ever want to go back unless the car is like an RV and we live in it. <laughs> I don't ever, ever want to go back to owning a car or making car payments or the insurance or anything like that. I really... Um, it, it's just something that we always talk about and we're like, we just don't want to go back to having a car. Uh, cause in a few months we'll be having a major change. My husband's job is ending and we have the world at our fingertips right now and we could go anywhere. So we're really trying to figure out where that is and it could be multiple places. It could be Portland, it could be Montana, it could be, uh, Massachusetts. It could be a whole bunch of places and being car free is definitely one of our decision-making factors. So, um, and then um, I'm I'm home with the kids. Um, I went to college for one year, and I dropped out. Uh, I was a fine arts major, and I actually got into art school a couple times, and the uh, price tag just kept telling me, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to just, I don't want to be, almost $100,000 in debt when I get out of school and then be basically a starving artist, literally, because I won't have anything <laughs> and I'll have lots of debt. So I dropped out um, and I got married at 20, uh, had kids at, started having kids at 23. We have three kids. Uh, the oldest is seven. The youngest is almost 18 months now. Uh, it makes it, it definitely makes it challenging with being creative and finding not even challenging being creative because they actually help with creativity. It's finding the time to do it and let it come out, uh, with kids. I find, uh, and how, how do you, how do you go about doing that? You no know, juggling kids and, and that time to be creative. And when you say creative, do you, you mean with photography or with the, um, cause you do watercolors too, right? Um, well, I've, I've been kind of getting back into painting. I've always liked painting. Uh, I never really took a painting course uh, when I was in college. I kind of was just starting, and I took a photography course. I took a couple of photography courses, and I really liked in working in the lab and with the chemicals and printing and all that kind of thing. But I always thought to myself, like, how am I ever going to be able to do this on my own? You know, you have to have this whole big lab and all the chemicals and the space and um, and then digital really just kind of blew things out of the water. Uh, and after, I guess, maybe 
about two years after my first son was born, I got a Canon SLR uh, camera. And I just said, you know, painting is so involved for me. I kind of have to, at the time, I had to like really needed a lot of space and I felt like I didn't have the space. So I used photography to kind of get that creative edge out because I was, I was, sometimes I was nasty and I didn't realize why. And it was because I wasn't creating things. And, you know, I had always had the ability to. And then once you have children and you realize, okay, your life revolves around them. And then you're like, oh, why am I, you know, why am I so cranky all the time? And I love my kids and I love being a mom, but there was always that other thing that I needed. And photography for a while was that outlet. But like everybody says, a lot of people say, you know, you need, you know, there's always that thing in the back of your mind. Well, how am I going to make money from this uh, as an artist? Because um, it, it was always there. I don't think I ever really jumped into being super creative as a kid and as a teenager because I was always thinking, well, I, I can't really make money from it, so I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to waste my time, almost. And it's, it was, it's kind of sad because I should have been, you know, able to do that. And, and nobody was really stopping me. It was, it was all myself, really. And I, um, so photography became that outlet, but then I still had that little voice inside my head was, I need to make money from it. So then I made it a business. And I liked it, and it was good. And then the photography world is completely changed, and it's changed in really awesome ways, and it's also changed in really bad ways, I think, because everybody has a camera. And I think a lot of times now with the Internet, how, how good it is and how wonderful it is, and that's how I learned everything. I mean, I self-taught all of my photography knowledge. I only went to one photography class in college. So everything else was self-taught through YouTube videos, through learning from other photographers, to just winging it, <laughs> just you know, praying that everything went well. And I, you know, I just put myself out there and said, I'll do pictures for free to get you know, more work and that kind of thing. And, and, but then after a while, it became about making money to, you know, afford the lens that you need to do the wedding photos and then the insurance that you need to do wedding photography and then the insurance you need just to go to somebody's house and do family photography. There's all these business aspects that then started taking away from the creative aspect of it. And also people wanted certain things that they had seen online and things that I didn't really feel comfortable doing. I wasn't a prop person. I wasn't, you know... I, I can't do newborns to save my life with the little hats and the little booties. And, <laughs> and let, it just makes me nervous. With my own child, I had no problem. But with somebody else's child, it, you know, because you know that time of, you know, a newborn and you're like, oh, I can't, I can't do this with somebody else's child. It's just, it was hard. So I think after a while, I, it kind of just became, it became a job and it wasn't fulfilling that creative need that I, I wanted, that I and um did it did it not like you mentioned in the beginning that you you um you found that uh photography you needed that to stay sane basically or oh to, i did yes yeah. how yes. did you figure that out and and now that um you, you're juggling all that how, how do you are you transitioning to something else but but first how did you figure out that it was photography that you needed 
I, I, I guess it was um, my mother-in-law actually started um, just taking non-credit courses at a local community college. And I had taken one course with her and kind of just used it so I could use the lab. I never really went to class because it was already a class I had taken. And uh, when I got the, I, I figured, I was like, oh, wow, like she got a digital camera, I think. And I was like, okay, well, I can get one of those. And then I don't need the lab. And I, I could get Photoshop and I could do it on the computer while the kids are sleeping. And it was kind of, it was easy. You know, I love painting and I think it's just something that really I can't do without, but it was messy. I was worried the kids were, I needed space to paint. I need my stuff to be out in the open so I could just do it. And when the paints were out, I was worried about the kids getting into them. And we lived in a small space at the time. It was, it was kind of an A-frame house. So it was kind of awkward with space and, and that kind of thing. And, uh, I used photography and I just said, well, let me try. Let me, at least I'll have a camera to take good pictures of my kids. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the the really good camera yet, but it was that stepping stone. And I used it as that stepping stone. And then I got the (laughs) $3,500, you know, camera once I decided I was going to make it a business and a thing. Nice. So, but that's a great camera. That's, uh, so what do you, what are you working on recently that, now I'm, I've tried to uh, scale back into painting and, and do oils, and I've never really worked with oils before. I never really got the chance, and now I'm kind of just learning as I go and making my mistakes and <laughs> completely ruining things and going, oh, no, this is never going to dry, and what am I doing wrong? And, and um, I'm working with that, and I'm also doing just – I got this little – postcard like watercolor uh paper and i'm just kind of making postcards just because watercolor is easy it dries i don't have to worry if the kids put their hands in it and you know it doesn't smell and that kind of thing and we're in transition because we're in a winter rental so we don't have all our stuff you know it's in storage so you know a lot of my bigger art stuff is in storage so the little watercolors are kind of keeping that going and i and that's what I've kind of been working on right now. Nice. And you're still doing the photography. You'll continue with that, right? I, I actually, I, part of the reason I wanted to go car-free selfishly was I have a hard time saying no. And I have a hard time saying no to people who wanted photography, especially if they were going to pay me money. I'm like, oh, okay, well, they're going to pay me and I'm doing it. And But then that took away because then... I was taking time out to find a sitter for the kids and bring the kids places. And then I was taking time out after the shoot or rescheduling the shoot if the weather was bad and then coming home and editing. And that was taking time away from the kids. And then when you're editing, of course, you're editing in Photoshop, but you also have the Internet right there. So every like five seconds, you're checking Facebook or you're doing this or you're doing that while you're editing. So editing that should have taken a half hour now takes three hours. And then that's more time away from the kids and more time away from doing what I really wanted to do. And it wasn't feeling creative. And I said, you know what? If we got rid of the car, it's also an excuse to go, nope, I can't do it. <laughs> you know, like, huh. I, can't, I can't go to these places. You know, I was throwing my kids into things that they really didn't want to do you know, soccer or this or that instead of listening to them and what they really want to do and how they really want to learn because, well, we have the car, so we should do it. 
you know, well, we have this, so we, we can go there real quick. Oh, it's just 10 minutes away. Oh, it's this, it's that. And then you wind up spending more money that technically we didn't have to then do these things. And even just, you know, Sundays when my husband had off from work, we would do something. And I'm like, you know what? I just want to be home painting. I don't want to be trying to fill our days with something to do because we have a car. If we don't have a car, then there is, there's a big excuse to not going and, and doing something that, so I think it, with my creativity and being, wanting to be a painter and painting more, you need to be home and you need to have time. You can't just go, okay, I'm going to go out to the grocery store. I'm going to do this, this, and this. Like, I don't work like that. I can't do that. I need to have the time and I need to be forced to have the time or else I won't do it. And then I'll get upset and I'll be like oh I just want time alone and they're like well you're not taking it it's there for you but you're not taking it so it's kind of like a really uh a drastic (laughs) way of making sure that I put my creativity where it needs to be for me So, so so being uh car free has really influenced that how how has how has that um uh been for you you know what ways has being, you know, car free kind of uh, influenced your creativity? Well, it, it's it's helped because I have not that I have a lot of time because I still have the kids and we still do things. I don't shelter my children from the world by any means, but um, it it's folk it's it's forced me to to make time for it to be slower to slow down to not have as many distractions. Uh, the last few months have been very crazy with moving and holidays and that kind of thing. But, you know, I still am able to go, okay, well, you know, those times where you make a million playdates because you think that's what's good for your kids and that's what needs to be done. But a million playdates then also makes my creative balance out of whack Hmm. because then I'm not home. So now it's like kind of an excuse to not be home and then to be home and then to actually do the work that I need to be doing in order to feel good. And the kids get what they need as well. We all work together that we, you know, we're all, we do things, but they're more meaningful things. They're not just filling up time gaps and, you know, because we have to and because we said yes and because we have to do, you know, everything everybody else wants us to do. Now we can go, okay, well, we have to go here, here, and here on the holidays and we got a sleepover here and we have these things planned in advance and then that helps with scheduling my time as well. Um, and it's less stress for me. So then that just focus, that just helps my mind focus on being creative it's all like interconnected you know uh, we were you know typical americans in credit card debt for years and then getting rid of the car helped us to get rid of that and that stress then going away also helped me to create because when i was stressed about money and doing this and doing that it's like okay well photography can make me money painting is very hard to make money at so you know what's easier what 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 does everybody want right now? They want photography, so I'm going to do it. And now that that burden of m- making that money and helping with the financial aspect of our household really helps the creative creativity come out and be able to be used and 
I, you know, I don't really have like a habit yet. I'm trying, (laughs) trying my best, but you know, like I just kind of do it whenever I can. So the little postcards are easy to do. They're easy to stop and pause and make dinner or, you know, pick up later, which is nice. So water, working with more watercolors, I think is really nice photography. You know, my kids don't even flinch at the camera anymore. They're like, okay, you know, another one. But, um, that's not really as big as paint. I'm trying to make painting a little bit bigger of a part. Right. So, so being car free, uh, has allowed you to slow down, uh, a bit and reduce, uh, stress from, you know, the financial burden of the car. And that allows you to just, uh, uh, the the freedom to be creative and for your kids to be creative and you find yeah. you find uh, that you're all doing different things than you would with a car. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? How that um, like what types of things do you do now that you didn't do before because you had the car? Is there are there things that? Well, we do. We we take a lot more walks. Um, Obviously, wintertime is always hard, especially now. Everybody's freezing their their butts off, you know, with the with all the coldness going through the U.S. But um, you know, we t- we the beach is right there. We go down to the beach and we take a walk, or that we have a little playground. And you know, part of the reason we do want to move out of New Jersey is because it is not bike friendly. It is not um, car free friendly at all. Uh, we're lucky that we live so close to a train line. So if we wanted to go to New York City, we can. Um, and that is something that we would all do together. It's not something that I would do alone with three children. I think I'd rip my hair out. But, um, you know, th- those kinds of things can can happen more because we're not spending that money on the car. So we can afford the to plan a train trip up to New York City and go to a museum or something to that effect. Hmm. Uh, we live right next to Asbury Park, which is now booming with uh, restaurants and in the summertime, especially things going on, movies on the beach, that kind of thing. Hmm. The one thing I do miss is being able to, you know, it's not far, but to access anything by walking or bike or bus is even a little bit tricky and the playgrounds with, you know, hiking trails and that kind of thing are pretty far for us. And that's probably the one thing I miss most is being able to go to those parks with them and hike around and do that kind of thing. But uh, our in-laws also do have an extra car. So if we have something that we really want to do or something that's really planned, we can always ask them because they are wonderful and amazing as they are, will let us borrow a car. Um, but we really don't, we try not to use it. We, we really don't. Huh. Yeah. And, and you don't, uh, for the most part, you don't miss it. And after a year and you, uh, I imagine investigating places to live like Portland uh, yeah. or even, you know, there's some bike friendly cities like Boulder, but yeah. th- those can get expensive as well. But uh, so That's- Yep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, it's it's a it's a trade off, <laughs> but it's interesting because walkability, you know, in terms of real estate, has uh, you know become a lot more of a factor. People are willing to sacrifice space for that walkability. Oh um, yeah, and that, that's how we how we came about it because there's a lot of people who do this, who get rid of their cars or who go car light and rarely use their car in the driveway and have cargo bikes and use um biking and walking and mass 
you know, public transit as their form of, of transportation. And they're doing it with kids. You know, there's a lady in Portland, Oregon, Emily Finch, who has six children. She homeschools and, you know, she has a bike. She doesn't have a car. Her husband does, but he goes to work. So she doesn't have a car. And, you know, once I saw her and I'm like, well, if she can do it, I definitely can do it with, you know, three kids. So there's definitely a lot of, uh, people out there that have influenced us to do this. There's a family right now in Buffalo who do not have a car. They just moved to Buffalo and they have the same bike we do. And, and, uh, they, they don't have a car and they're doing it. And their kids go to school. I, my kids don't have to get anywhere on time. So that's kind of <laughs> a, a lot easier for me. Having, having to get somebody somewhere on time probably wouldn't be so cool on my, my end. <laughs> yeah. Do you find that, and, and something that I find influences creativity a bit, at least for me, is, is um, meeting different people. And I would think, uh, you know, walking and biking, you probably run into uh, more people, have more conversations to spark different ideas. Is that true for you? Or Yes. It's more true for my husband because every, I'm, I'm not mean, but I'm not very like, <laughs> you know, I want to be home in front of an easel with nobody telling me that what I'm doing is wrong or weird or, you know, whatever. I'm very, I'm very quiet in that respect. So when I go out biking, I kind of put my blinders on and I, I don't want, I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. You yeah. know, <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, I, I biked here. I, I don't, I don't really want to talk about it. But my husband, he's like him and my older son, they're like the town mayor. My husband works in, in town um, and so we know everybody and he's just willing to just open up and talk to anybody about anything. He loves it. And I just, I'm not that outspoken. So, and he does a lot more riding than I do. If anybody is the, the one who likes biking, it's him. It's not really me. I prefer to walk. I rather walk. I feel like I have more control over things when I walk mm-hmm. and even get on a train. I, but he's, you know, he's definitely meeting more people and that kind of retrospect. I mean, I do talk to people if they ask and, but I'm pretty much in town. So everybody knows me already. Right. So there's really, they don't really ask anymore or anything, but you know, we definitely, we moved back into the, into our area because we wanted that small town, close knit community where, you know, all the shop owners know our children all the shop owners know us, um, and that's really, really helped with with everything. And you know, online in our online communities of car free communities or homeschooling communities online, it all it all kind of helps with creativity because other people are doing creative things in the homeschooling community and and in the car free community. So it's kind of like it's all I, I feed off of all of it. Right. When they, it, in with that respect, they give you ideas, or they tell you, give you tips on what's worked for them for different things. If yeah. you run into similar uh, problems and and similar solutions, and yeah, definitely. Huh. So then uh, you're very much. It sounds like a very, very much a homebody, which um, oh yes, <laughs> means that you probably. I, do, do you have a particular time, and and do you set up a certain space that allows you to create, or are you, as long as you're home, do you just like can you create anywhere as long as you're in the home? Um, well, I definitely need I definitely need my space, and because we're, we're in transition, when we were in our older house. Um, in our other rental, we, I had a space. My husband always complained that I got the, 
the space and he's like, well, I can't do anything with my bikes because you took the space. But um, I had like this little uh, enclosed porch area, which I made into my studio and it, it was my office slash studio. And that was another thing because photography kind of took over that. So it w- the studio was always there, but the photography always came front and center. So I always felt like oh, I want to, I want to play with the paints, but I don't have time. So um, I always, and then once I started uh, phasing out the photography, I started painting more and having that space. And I definitely like having that space. Uh, one day I hope to have that space again. And right now it's kind of like I'm winging it and doing watercolors at the at the dining room table kind of thing. Uh, and mostly, I guess I would say I used to be a night person. I'm still a night owl. I'll stay up. But now having an 18-month-old and she is very high energy, uh, by the time nighttime comes, I'm awake, but I can't. I can't make my mind do creative things, really. It's very difficult. Yeah. So usually, you know, while she's napping during the day, I'll get some stuff done. Nice. So, and where do you think your ideas or material come come from mainly when... Uh, well, because we live... Uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, horizon pictures, mm-hmm. uh, very almost abstract, simple paintings. And I think because... We, we go to the beach a lot. I could see it. We've, nice. I've lived by it my whole life. Um, and it's just, I guess, kind of looking out at that horizon has affected what I do on the canvas or on the paper. And I kind of always go towards that for some reason. I'm sure it'll change. I'm sure if I moved somewhere in the mountains, then my landscapes would change. I, I don't really like to do portrait work with painting because I've been so used to photography and the instant and the realism that photography gives you when it comes to portraits that I just in my mind I'm like it's not what I want because I'm thinking in photography aspects when it comes to portrait work so I tend to just do landscapes or abstracted landscapes in uh, painting do you uh, so landscapes are pretty important do you delve into the macro like the get into um you know, really close up work or do you tend to I think mix I, or does I it... think I tend to, you know, I uh, I want to push myself in the areas of more uh, up close and stuff. But I what I've noticed is that I, I definitely, with my photography, I always went in close. And with my painting, I go far out. And I do like this, this crazy ex- expanded area no matter how small or large I'm working I seem to do this you know and I guess sometimes I'll go in a little bit but then it'll always change and I'll always wind up going back out because I don't like it so it's really interesting how I did that I and I noticed I did that I was like oh wow with with photography I want to get in there and I want to get close and I want to see somebody's emotion I don't necessarily I never really liked whole body portraits I, I I didn't like them I did them because I you know that's what you have to do but I didn't <laughs> I didn't really like them they never and I saw other people's work and I thought they were great at it and I loved it but for me I felt like I couldn't capture what I wanted to capture doing that but then with painting I I zoom out like and I don't know why I maybe because it's it makes it more abstract when you zoom out I think and uh, I feel 
I, I don't know why I do that, but that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea why. Yeah, it's uh, interesting how you've gone because you, you went from, what was it, watercolors to photography and now to, um, to paints? Is that well, the... I guess I, I guess that really uh, I've always kind of been creative and and done things, but I've kind of just done like what I was told to do in art class. I never I did pottery. I took a pottery class. I did all those things growing up, and then I took you know a couple drawing classes and um, a photography course in my one year of college, and then from there I it kind of just went to photography. And I did acrylics for a long time because they were fast drying. Uh, and I was afraid of oils because I had no idea what the heck to do with them. And then I said, you know what? Acrylics aren't doing what I want them to do. There's, there's something about an oil painting. When I went to these museums or I saw somebody else's work, I was like, there's something about it that I'm not getting with acrylics. And I want to try it. So I tried water-based oils. I, and I know that could be people don't really like those. But I tried them because I didn't want all the harsh chemicals in the house because I wasn't sure if I was going to like it anyway. And I started doing with those. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I really kind of want to get into, like, the real oil painting, the classic oil painting with the turpentine or the solvents and that kind of stuff. And I've done very little, you know, I've started with that, but I'm still learning. I still don't know exactly what I'm doing. Um, but, I'm, uh, and it's fun. It's fun learning. It's fun watching videos and looking at other people's work and seeing what they're doing. And now watercolors, my grandmother and my aunt always paint, painted with watercolors. So it's kind of a medium I'm used to seeing and it, it's uh, now getting back into it. It's, it's fun. And I think photography was my journey to somewhere else. And now I'm coming back to what I really wanted to do, which was paint. Oh. And I think that it's always, it's always going to be a special medium to me. And it's always going to be something that I think I do. But I don't, I don't want it to be my life. And I think that it showed me that there's so much I could do. And look what you already did now go back and do what you really want to do kind of thing. Huh. Um, but I still think I'm taking that journey because I have no idea where the heck I'm going with <laughs> painting at all. I have no idea. Does, <laughs> do you think that photography then um, directly in influences at all some of what you do artistically with paints? Does it, it – um... You know, because of the techniques that you might do with photography, there's some of the things that you've done with it. Does it? Do yeah, take... I, mean, I I always liked um, I like taking pictures, and in actually in the moment, I kind of just went with it when I was actually taking the actual pictures, and I started learning more. And I, you know, I I don't even realize the what I actually have learned until somebody I meet somebody who has no idea how to use a camera. And I'm like, oh, no, you do this and this and this. And then I'm like, oh, wow, I really did learn something the past five years that, you know, a lot of people don't know. And um, I always liked the, the Photoshop part of it. And not to, you know, take out blemishes or anything to that effect, but just the, I liked filters. I didn't, I liked other people's filters because I didn't have time to make my own or like the Photoshop actions or something like that. I really liked that because that was, the artistic side 
in my mind. Hmm. Um, if I had a film camera, then it would have been something different. I think it would have been the artistic side would have been printing and developing and that I need to get my hands dirty. And I think digital photography took that out for me. And I only got a little bit of it with photoshopping things. It wasn't the same as with printing and developing your own film and that kind of thing. So, so the getting the hands dirty that, um, yeah. How, how does that um, how does that help you in your creative process, or how how does it help you with um, your uh, you know connect? What um... um, I I I just like I I guess it feels like I'm working. You know, when I'm in the kitchen, you know, I think my husband would like to stand behind me and clean up after me because I'm I'm not the messiest person, but I definitely like you know. I, I put my hands and I, I get dirty and I like I, I like the idea of you know for a while with acrylics I was just um, taking it and just putting the paint all around splattering it all around and then scraping it off and it was messy and it was you know you needed something on the floor and that kind of thing is another reason I didn't I stopped doing it when the kids came around and I, I like that that feeling because it feels like I'm working like I'm actually making something I'm I'm doing something physical it's not just click the shutter and put it online it's not just you know going to work typing up a few pages or I don't know I like that aspect of being physical with any kind of work that I do um I always I, I was a I worked at a coffee house and I liked the fact that at the end of the day I <laughs> You know, I reeked of coffee and I need to take a shower and scrub my nails. I like the idea of creating something and looking like you created something. <laughs> not, not like nice. you know, just, just looking like you did something. Like I see all these, you, you know, you go on online and they'll show you like the old painters who just, who just their rooms were a complete disaster and that to me, I'm like, oh, that is so nice. I just want that, you know. And now I can't have that. I don't have that disaster because I don't have that space. But that disaster, just like paint everywhere, tubes half empty, you know, that kind of feeling to me just really, that's somewhere I would like to be again, having my own room where my husband can just pretend it doesn't exist <laughs> right, right. and make a mess and, and that kind of thing. Because I'm a pretty neat person, but when it comes to creativity, I need to be messy. I need to be a messy person. <laughs> nice. I like it. So it seems like, you know, pottery would be a good medium to explore oh, in that uh, Yeah, I do. definitely, definitely. Yeah. I really liked doing it when I was younger. Um, and it just all, and my aunt and my uncle are both potters. You know, when they get time, my uncle hand builds pottery like large uh vases and he hand builds them all and you know i see that he doesn't really have a lot of time he gets some downtime in the winter but um i that is also nice but there's something for me about painting and i can't i i don't know what it is um but i see people who just are there painting and i'm like that's what i want to be doing and society tells you now that you can't do that or, you know, mom and dad need to pay for lots and lots of 
art school for you to be able to do that or somebody needs to be paying your way. And as a woman, it's very difficult because, you know, to become well known and that kind of thing was it, it's hard. It's hard for anybody. But then as a woman, I think it's a little harder because we're expected to go into a different path, I think. I think that women can be artists, and we are, but I think there's always that other thing in our head, no matter what creative field you're in, that, well, there's always um, somebody else in the wings waiting to, to take your spot or to do that, or you really want to have kids, and sometimes it's difficult to put that kind of effort into a, a creative career or a creative outlet because your kids are important and they are the most important thing. And, you know, that's just what you kind of have to deal with and live with. And you like living with it and you love it, but there's always that, that little bit of, ah, oh, I, I really want to be painting right now instead of changing another dirty diaper. You know, like I, I really like, if I just made enough money, I could pay somebody to change this dirty diaper. But at the same time, you wouldn't want to pay somebody to change the dirty diaper because you want to do it. It's a very, it's a, I think it's, I think fathers do get that. I think men do feel that sometimes, but not as much as women do because our roles have been so kind of ingrained and we're still working on it that, you know, it's, I think it's easier for a man to go, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to go, I'm going to go in my art studio. I'm going to paint. I'm going to make fabulous paintings because he was taught that he needed to work and get out his creative outlet. I mean, you look at all the great women artists and they, a lot of them didn't have kids. So it's very, it's very hard because you have to make that balance. And that's any kind of work that doesn't just matter for, you know, me, it could matter for any woman who goes to work and then comes home and has to be with the kids. And on top of it, I have the kids home and I homeschool them. So I don't get that, you know, seven, eight hour break to focus on something. And that was our choice. And I wouldn't give that up because all that learning I had to do now while I had kids with photography or art, I want them to get it out of the way. I want them to like have this ability to go, I want to try this today and I want to see if this is what I like to do and I want to see if this is where I want to go with my life before they all of a sudden have kids and have bills and things to do and things to pay for. I want them to figure it out or at least try or know how to figure it out when the time comes what they want to do. That concludes our podcast here with Creative Habits. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned next week when we continue our adventure with Creative Habits.